Hello, my name's Morgan. And I'm Jalen. And you're listening to the Trademark Productions 301 The Redirect Podcast. 301 The Redirect. All right, so today we are going to be talking about strong brands and why it's important to have a strong brand. So we're going to start this episode off with a short icebreaker. So Morgan, describe a strong brand in one word. Um, I'd say memorable. I think that's, you know, the mark of a really strong brand is if you can just remember it by just its logo, by its name. You know, it's something that it doesn't lose relevance over time. Mm -hmm. That's what I would consider to be a strong brand. Okay. What about you? I would say authentic. Okay. Um, Basically just standing behind your standards and your values and not compromising them for anything just because another brand or another company or your audience wants you to do something differently you always stand by what you you know or basically you stand by what you believe to be true for your brand Mm -hmm. yeah I'd say that's definitely important Mm -hmm. so name a one word strong brand that you pretty much think is the best brand out there one strong brand I think is the best out there is Target Now, a lot of people love Target for many reasons. We probably don't know why, but we have an urge. I know I have urges to go into Target for random reasons for if I need um, food or hair products, toiletries like Target is my go to store. And I just feel like their brand is very consistent between their email marketing, their app, their methods so the drive-through I did that a couple of weeks ago and it was the best thing ever Hmm. to just drive up get your stuff and then you can drive back out without going to the store so I think that they are pretty strong in my opinion yeah I always go into Target and if I make it out of there without spending a hundred dollars I'm lucky right Um, it's rare that I take a Target trip and I just (laughs) don't buy absolutely everything I can spend hours in that store Mm -hmm. Uh, for me a one word really strong brand I would say is Apple I don't think they're really yep. quite as strong of a brand as they used to be, um, just because they they kind of been lacking, in my opinion, lately. Mm-hmm. But I've always been a really strong Apple fan. I always follow what they do. Anytime they have keynotes, I'm, like, watching them as they go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just really have a strong cult following, which is why I think they're a really strong brand. Yeah. Um, everyone recognizes the logo. Everyone, you know, knows all of their products. And it's kind of just a status symbol for just because of the way they've branded themselves over Mm -hmm. the year. So I'd say that they're a really strong brand. So last question of our icebreaker, name one feeling that a strong brand should convey to you and why. I'm going to steal your word from the first question. (laughs) Uh, I would say authenticity. I think it's, it's really important for a brand to come off as authentic because if a brand is, you know, if they seem ingenuine, people don't resonate with it and they're not going to want to buy from that brand. They're not going to want to be associated with that brand. Right. Um, It really just leaves a negative taste in your mouth. If a brand is hiding something in a way, I guess like Facebook, for example, they are a strong brand. However, nobody really sees them as authentic lately because of Mm -hmm. all of the data breaches and everything that's gone on with them in the past couple of years. I think that if Facebook were able to turn themselves around as a brand and become a little bit more authentic and transparent, it would really benefit them. Mm -hmm. But because they kind of have an air of inauthenticity, I think that that is a detriment to them as a brand. You know, people still use Facebook, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people are hesitant to use it. Mm -hmm. And they're hesitant about what they post on there. Mm -hmm. I know I use 
it less. Yeah, I'd say one feeling that a strong brand conveys to me is authenticity. Yeah, and to piggyback off of your answer, I'm going to say trust Mm. because you want to make sure that this brand that you're buying from you trust. So I know that there are financial security breaches that happen when you use your debit card and credit cards, but you can't necessarily help that and they can't either. But at least if they're open, they're being communicative, they're letting you know the steps and the procedures that they're going to, um, that helps build that trust between that brand and the consumer. So I just feel like trust is a huge feeling that I want to feel when I'm buying from brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely important, especially when uh, when people are brand loyal, you spend a lot of money with that brand. So you want to be able to have trust in them and feel like your relationship is symbiotic. Exactly. And even though there are millions of people in the world, and they don't know you personally, you want to make sure that that trust is felt on a personal level. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's really helpful when I go to stores or just anything in mm-hmm. life you just want to be sure that you feel some kind of personal connection mm-hmm. you want to have reassurance mm-hmm. before we really get into the different elements of brands and branding uh, let's discuss what the definition of a brand is and why it's important so a brand is an overall experience of a customer that distinguishes an organization or a product from its rivals in the eyes of the customer so basically Long story short, a brand is something that you identify as a product or experience. And that's really important to have as a company because it does set you apart from your competitors. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes people remember you and associate different feelings with your products and the overall experience that they have um, dealing with your company. Right. So logos are very key in having a strong brand because... Logos are pretty much the first thing that your audience sees. So if you think of the evolution of Google, we just did a blog post on that. So you can see how the evolution of Google's logos from Chrome to Gmail and Google search itself has evolved to be more simplistic and to not necessarily have the name. You can see with Google's subsidiary companies that They don't necessarily have their name listed, but you can tell that's a part of Google. Mm -hmm. So that's what strong logos do for a brand. They help you recognize exactly what the brand is without even seeing a name. Yeah, Google is another company that has such strong branding that it's instantly recognizable. Mm -hmm. Um, With their original logo, they had four different colors in it, and they've carried those four colors across all of their branding for all of their subsidiary companies like Gmail, Google Docs, Google Pixel, the Google Home, all of their devices, Google Photos. They've really embraced that color set across all of their different branding elements. But that color set is so instantly recognizable that you don't even have to have Google or the name of their offset product in the logo because people will see that color, they'll see the styling of it, and they'll just know that it's a part of Google, which really shows how strong their branding is. Exactly. But a brand isn't just encompassed by its logo. There's so much more that goes into it. There's the overall branding includes personality of your brand, uh, the image that you have in the face of customers. It includes the messaging that you use, Mm -hmm. uh, the narrative, um, your ability to evolve over time. 
So going into the personality and the messaging and narrative of a brand, uh, two brands that come to mind first are Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Regarding narrative and storytelling that brands use, uh, Coca-Cola is a great example because every Christmas they have the polar bears that drink Coke. And I think they use them more throughout the year, but they Mm -hmm. always have a Christmas commercial. They're very consistent in using the polar bears. Not that they specifically have a main storyline but they do use them a lot in their commercials and in their visuals so that helps you to paint the picture that when you see a polar bear you think of Mm coca-cola which makes you want a coca-cola product they prime you to think of coca-cola whenever you see a polar bear Mm -hmm. so that's great marketing and great branding for coca-cola Mm-hmm. On the flip side, McDonald's, back in the 70s through the 90s, they had a strong narrative where they used all of those old characters like the Hamburglar, Grimace. Ronald uh, McDonald, who they Ronald still McDonald. use today. Yes. They really used that to tell a story that wasn't so much related to the food of McDonald's, but it was more the the happy, fun feeling for kids to get McDonald's. Right. So basically, these characters helped you to put more of a personality than just a place that provided you food. These characters were more than just a TV show or just characters. They actually were figures in the playscapes that most of the McDonald's restaurants had. They came into the different restaurants at various times out the year. So it put a lot of happy feelings with children who like mascots because most children don't but with the children at Dia it gave them a great feeling to want McDonald's and to want to be around that type of like personality Mm -hmm. yeah they were really able to transform their brand from just being a quick fast place to eat Mm -hmm. greasy food and they turned it into a place where you wanted to take your kids and that your kids would ask you to go and it kind of affected a whole generation back then it did. Um, because you know there were cartoons that played on TV mm-hmm. you could get the little figurine sets um, the cups mm-hmm. they had everything yeah that was a really great example of how you could bring in storytelling and tell a narrative about your brand out of nothing So some benefits to a strong brand are, like we mentioned earlier, brand loyalty. So brand loyalty is when your audience continually buys from your brand and not from a different brand that's similar to yours. Mm -hmm. So making sure that your personality, your messaging, and your logo is all in tune with their interests and their needs, your brand loyalty will continually increase. Mm -hmm. Going back to Target, I'm very brand loyal to Target Mm -hmm. in such a way where whenever I need something quick, I'll I'll drive the extra 10 minutes to go to Target versus going to the Kroger that's down the street or going to Walmart. Right. Yeah, it's just a mark of having such a strong brand that people feel so connected to your brand that they're willing to, you know, go the extra mile to buy from you. And I think that really benefits you as a company in the long run. So when it comes to developing your brand and wanting to develop a strong brand, you're really going to want to start with research to get to know your audience, know their pain points, and be able to cater to their needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, research is the start to pretty much everything when it comes to marketing because you need to know how your competitors are, what your audience likes. So you need to just find out every piece of information to help develop as you go along the way and keep learning more. Another way you can develop your strong brand is to send out surveys. So get your customer, your audience feedback to make sure you're going down the right path 
that you want for your business, Mm -hmm. your audience knows a lot more because they actually buy and purchase from you. So getting their opinions will help you succeed and develop more of a strong brand for them. Mm -hmm. And because brands are ever evolving, it's important to think about your brand now as well as in the future. Mm -hmm. So think about how your brand will look five years from now instead of how it's going to look tomorrow. Obviously, how it looks tomorrow is important as well, but having a brand that stands the test of time is Mm -hmm. really going to benefit your company in the long run. So how does this tie into marketing? So like we mentioned earlier, you want to make sure that you personalize the experience for your audience. So making sure that if you have storefront locations that your locations are friendly, that they're personable, that they can always find a staff employee to ask questions and be able to easily find what they're looking for if they're in a rush Um, to also entertain so with one aspect of marketing that could be your email marketing putting in visuals of how your brand interacts with your audience and how your audience interacts back with that would be helpful Yeah, really really personalizing those touch points that you have with your audience is going to make them want to come back for more. Mm -hmm. With any marketing, you don't want to just send out a single message and hope that it's going to capture all audiences. You know, people are different. Individuals have different tastes, different interests, different pain points. So really trying to be able to personalize your branding and your messaging to different audiences will help reel in different sorts of people. Exactly. And a great way to do this is to incorporate those storytelling methods. Storytelling basically just helps you create a great narrative to share with your audience. So it includes, as any story would, a beginning, middle, and end, and including your why. So why is this important for your audience to to read? Why did you write this? Why is it so important? So if you include that including the solutions to your audience's pain points that will help you create an engaging and interesting story for your audience to read Mm -hmm. and with any storytelling that you do incorporate in your branding you want to be able to tie it back to what your end goal is for getting the consumer to do so Mm -hmm. you do want to mask the fact that it is that you are trying to get them to do something in a way that's entertaining but at the end of the day you don't want to just create a funny video that has nothing to to do with your brand you want it to have relevance right the action should be effortless so basically if you want them to click a button it shouldn't say click here now Mm -hmm. it should basically lead them engage them into clicking it because of the content or the visuals that were incorporated so we just recently published a blog outlining the importance of storytelling and three great tips that you can use to make your stories more engaging so if you're interested we will link that below for you At the end of the day, branding is so much more than just a logo and a slogan. There's personality, there's imagery, messaging, narrative, evolution. There's a ton of different factors that go into branding. So it's important to not just focus on creating a really cool logo that people are going to like. There's Mm -hmm. a lot more that goes into it. But the benefits of having a really strong brand are enormous. Strong brands don't come overnight. But basically, if you work towards making sure that your logo, your branding, your messaging evolves into what you want it to be, you will be able to receive that brand loyalty and receive brand value from your audience. So let us know who you think is a strong brand in the comments below. We'll love to hear why. 
thanks for tuning in and we will be back next week talking about what our inspirations are with our creative director tyler so stay tuned